tonight. Give me everything tonight. Because I might not see tomorrow. <laughs> well, that of course is Pitbull. It's uh, what I wrote in a message on my pre-rapture fresh direct order. Then this must be Dale Radio. <laughs> and I, of course, am your host, Dale Siebert. And uh, we put a little echo on the mic tonight just to make things interesting. <laughs> I sound a lot more serious. It's kind of spooky, too. <laughs> it's like I'm in Bin Laden's cave over here. That's where we thought he was, Karen. That's what happened. Anyhow, uh, I, of course, am Dale Seaver, and you're listening to another, the, the season three finale episode, actually. Uh, of, of some things I enjoy, the hit podcast that comes to you, as always, from the foul banks of the Gowanus. <laughs> That's right, and here we are at the world-famous Brooklyn Lyceum with its unparalleled views of 4th Avenue, uh, <laughs> what I like to call the super fun stroll. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, always looks good. Delilah's still busy. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, folks, uh, of course, you know, this is the season three uh, finale episode. And of course, uh, as many of you know, it's sweet, sweet in the podcast community. So uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm facing off against uh, Leanne Chum and Small Pet World and uh, Digger Dan's Gardening for Fire Escapes. So it's a, a lot of competition uh, for me. So I hope that we can rock it to the top of this episode. And I'm so happy that we have such a, a good-looking audience to, to be here to, to do it. And such great, uh, we brought out the big guns tonight with the, with the guests. So I'm so happy that good-looking people are going to look into those guns or something. Folks, if I seem a little off tonight, it's because I spent the better part of yesterday, uh, probably as some of you did too, in the basement of my apartment building with stacks of Bibles tied to my ankles. Uh, fond memories of Y2K is what was going on for me, but we're all here. We all made it, I guess, or we're the, le we're the left behinds. And, uh, Rivers didn't run red with blood, although in the case of the Gowanus, that'd be an improvement. <laughs> it might be okay if you looked out there and saw some lamb blood uh, flowing down there. It's particularly pungent, as Jay pointed out tonight. Uh, it's, uh, it's a real doozy, but we're all here, and uh, good news if, if uh, uh, you picked up your latest uh, epi uh, issue of New York Magazine, they have an article in here. Oh, there's one under all of your seats, so just. <laughs> <laughs> We don't have that kind of budget, but, uh, but, but we don't have any budget. But we spend most of it just on the set. So, uh, but in here they finally, finally, ladies and gentlemen, there's an article about places to drink in New York City. So, nothing else going on. Every other issue of that magazine. Places to drink, especially brews and things. Unfortunately, the Lyceum wasn't on the list. Uh, so I've, uh, I'm going to be pairing the podcast tonight with whatever's left in this class, which I've been carrying around since season one. <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you, I'll take, a, I'll take this opportunity, because uh, what the hell. Ooh, yeah, that's a, that's a combination of uh, whiskey, yes, and metal. And uh, a little just 
condensation and something else that I can't quite put my finger on and don't want to. But uh, uh, speaking of strange brews, ladies and gentlemen, we're so happy that Karen and the Sorrows are here today. How about that? Karen was so such a wonderful job. It was just fantastic, and I'm so happy they're going to be here throughout the throughout the show. And uh, 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 you have a mic. You want to be on the mic? And I just, uh, it's so, uh, this is Karen. Ladies and gentlemen, Karen and the Soros. Thank you for loving us. We like our own liquor, see? <laughs> that's it. Well, that's a good band. That's how you know. <laughs> Thank goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well, folks, if uh, you get thirsty. Uh, now, uh, Karen, you're so wonderful for doing the show and go, uh, letting me go out with a season in style. How, how would you describe your sound? I know how I would describe it. I have a honky tonk about mitzvah, but how would you, how would you describe your sound? <laughs> well, I like that, but I'm sad, alt country. That's good on a rainy day like today, yeah. where uh, you feel particularly depressed. Yeah. That, that's wonderful. You know, I'm a, I'm a fan myself uh, uh, of that kind of sad country. If I feel a little blue, I don't mind putting that on. But I also like great story songs, as some of the audience here does, too. You like the story songs? I do you? like the story like songs, but I don't write the story songs. Usually. No, well, they're probably, if you cover them, that would be that well, would be. Maybe Harper Bell and PTA. Shh, hey, now you're talking about one of my favorites. That's on the set list. You ought to add it. Oh, I like Long Black Bears, another one that I like. Yeah. How about PT 109? Do you like that? <laughs> Smoking fire upon the sea. Yeah, the way it looked was the enemy. You knew that one? We do, but we could do Long Black Bears oh, for you. Well, that might be nice. How about, have you ever written a song that was, because uh, you have a studio or something that's nearby in the Gawans? You, you we can, do, we're on 15th and 2nd. So you consider yourself at least inspired by the, the down we, fumes. We get uh, the fumes. And, yeah, right. and also the trash fumes, because that's where all the garbage oh. trucks Park on right that's, on our block. That's really lovely. Nice. That's really nice. The sanitation nice. department inspires us. <laughs> yes, you can't leave the Okay, well, you're not We're on the mic, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we'll, we'll introduce the fan in a second and everybody can talk about where they live. But uh, I wonder. <laughs> I usually work with one person, that's why I say when I, I know, eat out here, kind of do a solo thing, and then all of a sudden. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's wonderful that they all showed up. Uh, have you ever thought about doing a show that, uh, doing a song rather, that was about maybe a divorced fellow that lives near a super fun site that hands out flyers up on Broadway and talks to people in small rooms? I
You get to really uh, smell the whiskey on my breath. <laughs> well, that's great, Karen. It's always this great. You're, I'm so, so happy, much. so happy you're here, and we will talk to you a little bit. You know, a little bit. Okay. Thank you very much. How are you? Good. Nice to see you. Just flying from LA, did you? Well, that's wonderful. <laughs> hey, hey, do you guys mind playing me a little sitting down music? I forgot that's what I was going to do. Now I'm just standing here so long. What do you want to do? Just make it slow, like service you get when the waitress forgets about me. It happened to me in a restaurant recently. You put me behind the car. That's great. Thank you for your Thank you very much. I'm sorry you came off all the way over. We'll have to give me a guitar solo later. I'm sorry about that. sitting down music and we didn't get to play. That's all right. That's okay. Oh my goodness. Well, ladies and gentlemen, my, my first guest, I'm so, I'm, it's just a treat to have him here. Uh, uh, we, the last time I saw him, we were in a Russian basement sipping uh, horseradish vodka. And uh, <laughs> just another Tuesday night for me. And uh, we had a lot of good times. And I know that uh, he really does consider me a, a mentor and someone that he look, looks up to. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Ian Scott McGregor to the chair. Yeah. That's what I meant. Oh, but it's no. nice that he's got a, he wore a tie. I appreciate that. Yeah. Dressing up for the season finale. Yeah, I thought, I thought I would. I, it's my first time trying to uh, Windsor, so. Yeah, well, I think you succeeded. Yeah. Very nice. How about that, ladies I watched the Windsor Thanks. Thanks. We thought you were just going to see some crappy podcast. Yeah. <laughs> You brought some reading material. You worried I about did. how this is going to go? I did. Yeah. <laughs> if it got boring, I thought I'd check out. <laughs> Read about but silent film yeah, stars. Yeah. Well, yeah. silent film stars are great to have on the on a podcast. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Podcasting really changed once they added the sound. It's <laughs> Well, of course, many people will recognize you, Ian Scott McGregor, from your numerous appearances on television and yeah. some uh, uh, commercials and things. You play the awkward date often, don't you, in cellular yeah. phone commercials? Yes, yeah, yeah. And uh, recently you did one that was uh, for a company that I can't pronounce, Ex Ex Exfinity? Ex Exfinity, yeah, Exfinity. Uh, Is that really how you say Exfinity? Ex Xfinity. Xfinity. Yeah, Comcast, yeah. That's a, why do they call Comcast is much easier to say. It is, isn't it? Yeah. We have fun doing those commercials. Yeah, it was fun. It was a, it was a, it was a, a big endeavor, certainly. Uh, it was, you, yeah. All I saw was you stand there in a suit and mm. talk to a. Mm. Well, I had to do a Rubik's cube very quickly. Uh, and, you actually uh, do that, or they had some. No, no, no. There was a stunt double that, that came in. I, I sprained a wrist, and it was, it was all <laughs> downhill from there. But. Uh, no, it was very interesting. It was it was a very sounds tough. Yeah, it, it, sounds tough. it was a very corporate environment, which is not something. And how you do a series of those? Yeah, uh, a number of them. Uh, you know, you shoot them and then uh, uh, you do a lot of voiceover work for months and months yeah. and months. I was trapped in this booth, going ninety nine ninety nine. That's what my life is like. About <laughs> trapped in this little room, yeah. just saying things. There's a fan at least. And so yes, there is a fan and many fans out yes. here in the <laughs> in the audience. You probably have to deal with a lot of fans, don't you? Uh, you know, it's hey, I saw you with the cell phone. It's the, you're not married to the girl with the cell phone. Commercial. No, 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 no. What uh, was that one for? Uh, that was for T-Mobile. T-Mobile. Yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. 
Well, that's great. <laughs> and uh, of course, uh, you lived in San Francisco for a while. I did, yeah. That's, and that's where we first that's where we knew met, each other, yeah. and that's when you really fell in love. And uh, uh, okay, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> certainly fell in love with my technique. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And uh, the mentor. I think, uh, what do you think? If you had to pick one thing, what did what, what did you learn most from me? <laughs> <laughs> put put the uh, the pants on before the shoes. I think it is 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 honestly. I mean, I had I had a, uh, a really hard time for a while there trying to get. It's because you have the skinny jeans and the tapered legs. Well, right, exactly. <laughs> that doesn't work. You have no, to go no. with straight leg jeans, or you go with a wider, you know, wider okay. cut, then it's fine because then you yeah. can do it on the fly. Yeah, yeah. Many times I've had to put on my pants right here. <laughs> Give him a little treat over No one's ever there. Yeah, no. I've never seen that. <laughs> but now, and then, uh, so you grew up out there in, in San Francisco. I did, yeah. Dublin, yeah, yeah. Pleasanton, Pleasanton. Dublin, Dublin, Pleasanton, Dublin, Pleasanton, end of the Bart line, yeah. That's the end of the Bart line. Yeah. Woo! Someone's ridden Bart. East Bay. It's really, it's like a moving doctor's office. That's, that's what Fluorescent lighting carpeting. <laughs> it's nice though. It's nice no. though that the curves are banked and you kind of like. Oh, it's a carpeted you know. public transit system. That's disgusting. Yeah, that, yeah, it can get pretty messy. New Year's and things like that. It's just kind of a bad choice. Yeah. they haven't upgraded the thing since the 60s. They built the tube under the. You know, the I was bay. I was researching about Bart the other day. They found some uh, archival. That must have been a full day for it you. It was <laughs> just counting your Comcast money. Day. Yeah. Oh, oh, let's check out public transit. Yes. Yeah. And what did you find well, out? Well, Nixon wrote it. Uh, it uh, he was campaigning, and he was like, "I'm getting on a BART train and going two stops. Vote for me." That was a productive day of research. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, what's that on a Bartopedia page that they have set up? Uh, yeah. 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 That's well. It was. Glad, a, it was I'm glad you saved that story for the podcast. Google it. <laughs> And well, so thank we, God we can have a podcast, though. I mean, all because Nixon wrote the part. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> you know what was supposed to happen yesterday—the rapture. Yeah, yeah. I can't get a hold of my really religious aunt, and I'm worried. You think? She, what do you think? She's stuck to the ceiling. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I was on my roof. Where were you when it happened? I said I was in the basement. Yeah, that's right. That's right. With all the Bibles, yeah. my ankles, hoping, yeah. hoping that I wouldn't. I have a good sense. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> like everybody else here, they said, oh, I'll be able to make that taping. No worries. Yeah, yeah. No worries. <laughs> I was on my roof uh, looking at my watch, hoping hoping that something no. interesting would happen. You went up yeah. to your roof? Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, and then well, nothing. That was very disappointing. That was very disappointing. Yeah. But it's, that guy's from Oakland. You know, he is. He's back from where you right? were. Did you grow up in a very religious household? I did not. My parents sort of kept me away from that. Although my grandmother, uh, who's Irish Catholic, baptized my sister and I uh, in secret. Uh, under, Out in the bay? Uh, no, <laughs> no, uh, with kitchen water, kitchen sink water. When my parents weren't looking, so oh, I guess I'm saved. I don't know. Uh, no. Maybe. No, you're not. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm not an authority. Uh, but yeah, tap water is not how that works. Yeah. <laughs> Splash and tap water. Yeah, yeah. That's not going to do it. Did it? Yeah. <laughs> wow. 
But and so you're out there for a while, and what are you doing? You're doing theater and things. That's what yeah, I, I was. Do, yeah, I was doing theater in San Francisco for a while. And, and uh, what made you move to New York City? Um, Land of dreams. You know, uh, <laughs> escaping debt. You know, running away. I changed my name. They forgive your debt when you cross the Mississippi. They do, in fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I came. I came here for for work. I was in a show that was supposed to go to the big street, and then it didn't. The Big Street Broadway. Yeah, what Broadway. Was, what yeah. was the show? The show is called uh, The Opposite of Sex. It was based on the Don Roos film. Sure, people have probably seen that uh, movie. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, no one here. No, no, yeah. But people, you know. People in the world yeah, may have. May, may have seen it. Uh, it's a wonder that didn't go right to the Yeah, recognition. I played a, a hick with one testicle, so typecasting and, well, again now, and again. Now, I broadcast heavily in the southern states. When you say hick, what, what exactly do you mean? Uh, uh, he, well, you know. He, he <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> what? I had to think of something. Everybody that listens is in. <laughs> yeah, it didn't go to it didn't go to the. Don't tell the band; they think this is the nationwide thing. So you to tell people about the garbage trucks. It's really eager for them to know. Louisiana, you got it tough, but I have to be near garbage trucks. Anyhow, so yeah, so that thing bust your 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 yeah, me here. Yeah, you're living where? Uh, I I lived in South Slope for a while. Oh yeah, yeah, near near then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, twenty third. Yes, land where a lot of dreams die. Yeah, I actually I lived right behind Greenwood Cemetery. Oh, that's a nice place. And I spent a great deal of time there, wondering why, wondering why I moved to New York. Yeah, why you weren't in there? Yeah. But things came out okay. Now things no, I, came out okay. Now yeah. you're on top. You're in national commercials all the yeah, time. Yeah. And uh, you, what, how does that go? You go out for things a lot. You go out for a lot yeah. Of I'm I'm very lucky, but, but I have a really good team of people who reps me and says, "Go here, go there, and wear this." Now, what, how do they communicate to you? Uh, uh, they send you phone. Notes the phone. 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 Yeah. So yeah. I ought to be answering the phone. That's yeah. Yeah. Saying. Yeah. Now, see, I don't have a team behind me. Yeah. I, I found that that has come up a couple of times with yeah. people I've interviewed. They have, a team, yeah. Have a it's, team. It sounds high fluid. How many people are on this team? Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, lots. It's a whole floor of, of people that, that... A whole floor? Yeah, a whole floor. The 26th floor. Um, you remember how you used to look up to me as a yeah. person? Yeah. <laughs> I still do. I mean, like you're very tall, and I'm yeah. short in stature, so... Well, you could. Put those lifts. You think about putting in a good word or something. I just I, 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 absolutely will. Cross your mind. Of course. Just send them a link. <laughs> Click here. <laughs> well, you send them this, and that'll yeah. be nice. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, that'll be wonderful. I really would appreciate that. <laughs> because, uh, you know, we hope, fingers crossed, for yeah. season four. Not, That's not what good. it is. Yeah. Uh, well, it's. Uh, uh, <laughs> So you have a team, they send you out and you do things, that's wonderful, yeah. that's great, I that's mean, how it works. I don't mean to be a... No, 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 but, but I mean it's it's it, it's like, you know, 80 auditions and then maybe one callback, so it's not... It's a high It's, it's, a high it's not percent. glamorous by any means, you know. Yeah, I, I, no, and then, a couple, it's, it's not been pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, certainly, it certainly hasn't. There's Those rooms get very small and hot. Yeah. Uh, and you go in there and everybody looks like you, or what the person Yeah, thinks, that's the thinks weirdest thing, like is that you show up and there's like six of you, and they're, you know, better looking and bigger and, oh, no. you know, le- you know <laughs> less blemishes and smell oh, better. Okay. And well, so it, it's good that you have a healthy insecurity, though. That's, oh, that's I mean, as an actor, it's... performance, it's, isn't it? We can yeah. Come up for things. Yeah. Do you have a difficult childhood? 
Uh, no, I had a, a, a very blessed childhood. Good, I'm glad yeah. to hear. Because yeah. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> <Quite honestly. laughs> no one wants to hear. No, yeah, yeah. You say that. Like, no, I don't have many issues. I have things we have to get through. Pretty well adjusted. <laughs> you, do. Yeah. you don't see me bringing up my ex-wife every show. No, no. I don't no. do that anymore. That Are you still in one? Oh, actually, season two. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Probably half the episode. Yeah. Season <laughs> three, I talk about that. But mm. that's the way it is. You know, we soldier on again. We all have teams working <laughs> for, oh, man. for our people. That's, 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 they don't all work for me. Well, that's you know, backpedal. That's yeah, yeah. fine. That's good. That's good. And, so, and so you're going out on things now. You didn't think, of course, a lot of people, I, I, should, I, mean, I know there's probably a few fans out here that you probably remember him. Uh, uh, as college man number two from the 2005 thriller Zodiac, where he starred alongside uh, Nate Dushku. Is Nate, that right? Nate Dushku was in it. Eliza's uh, brother. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll sign things after. <laughs> we have Kieran, Z- Zodiac related merchandise. Kieran Culkin was in it as well. Was he? Yeah. yeah. You have a good time with him? Uh, I didn't. I didn't get to talk to him much. I saw him uh, sort of on the side of the street playing with a video game. Uh, but that's, that was about it. There was sort of a there was a group of people around him. That, yeah, I mean, the Culkins are a very, you know. Are they? Yeah, it, it seemed to be. But well, again, I didn't have I'm much experience. Never had an interaction with them. So. Mm, mm. Well, maybe but, yeah. I will. I don't know. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> Let's be honest. I doubt I'll have an Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's as close as I'm going to get to the Culkins. Anybody else? You have any famous people that you've been able to work with? And who is anchoring the the opposite of sex show? Uh, the, uh, a bunch of Broadway people. Uh, Carrie Butler, who is in Catch Me If You Can right now, uh, and David Bergkamp, uh, who is uh, partner to Neil Patrick Harris. They just had twins, mm-hmm. which is really fun. Mm-hmm. I saw the twins the other day. They're big fat. Fat, happy, happy baby. What do you mean you saw the twin? You go over there? Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys are friends over there? Yeah, yeah. Well, you'll send them the link. And then yes, <laughs> certainly. Yes, I absolutely will. <laughs> he seems like a fun guy. Yeah. NBA. He's good. He's doing yeah. He's doing Xfinity commercials now. No. Yes. Did he take your spot? Yeah, well, it's... it's Wait, you a, got him the deal? Well, yeah, well, it was, you know... You, I was, oh, all right. So, so you email uh, NPH, a person that I, is seriously needed some exposure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You say, hey, why? Here's a, here's yeah, a, yeah, here's you a should get in you. on this. This is pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna let you get some feedback here. <laughs> that's my that's my disappointed noise. <laughs> Where's that coming from? It's, it's growing in intensity. My uh, in, my interior life is bleeding. Oh, wow. I felt that though. That was good. <laughs> good. You should. Yeah. <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris Jobs. I'm over here. Look at what I have. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. It's got a good run. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, well, that's wonderful. Ian Scott McGregor. You always have to go by three names. Well, my my full my full name is Ian Scott McGregor Gerso. I have a Hungarian last name, which is Jurcho. Right. If I pronounce it correctly. And my first agent in San Francisco, I had printed on my headshots Ian Scott McGregor Jersel, and she was like, what is that? What is that last name? Can I as spell any, it? As anyone you can't, would. Yeah. You can't say it, so I dropped that. And then nobody can find me on Facebook now, which is great. Oh, well, that's, yeah. that's, that's Nobody a, from that's high good. school knows who I am. Oh, I see, I see. Well, that would be like me going around saying, uh, please call me Dale Eldercott Waistband Seaver always. Yeah, yeah. 
had to drop that waste. Yeah. My family was Canadian. Right. Where that comes from, an old family name. Is it French or is it's, it's uh, uh, No, it's uh, Scotch-Irish Canadian. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. It originally yeah. had an E on the end of it. They dropped <laughs> it. Was it was came bandy. down through uh, Ellis Island. You know, I, I was just carrying it and, you know... Uh, oh, I just made it all the way up here. You yeah. were worried with the crowd? That yeah, you know, it's a lyceum. It's, you know, it's 4th Avenue. Uh, what so. are you saying? <laughs> no, no, that's true. No, yeah. <laughs> no big books, a lot of book keep, keep <laughs> No, I, I've started reading this book. It's a silent film, The Triumph of the American Myth by well, Paul Moran. Well, sounds fascinating. <laughs> I'm sorry we can't do a reading here tonight. Yeah, <laughs> I, had, I had dog-eared a page. It was really riveting, but unfortunately... Well, I was something for the train. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, uh, <laughs> You've annoyed uh, even the smallest annoyance. So sorry. <laughs> oh, baby Pepsi's here tonight. Yeah, yeah, she's here. My dear baby Pepsi. There she is. Legal guardian for that little one. Yeah. Good man. <laughs> Never wanted to have children myself, but my uh, niece Katrina moved in, and mm -hmm. she was in a, in a bad way, which means pregnant. <laughs> and, uh, uh, we, we've talked about that at length. But, uh, I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy you're here. Now, how can people find out about what you're doing? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, uh, I tweet a lot. I tweet uh, obsessively. <laughs> That's what people do. Don't be so... Well, yeah. Well, no. no it's not something to be too proud of. Yeah. You tweet a lot. Yes. Because you have a lot of downtime. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's hard. I'm trying to find things to do. No. Uh, at clap for children. Uh, All right, so people at Clap for Children. Clap for Children, uh, you can follow uh, me on Twitter and see, find you. see what and I'm you, doing. You'll tweet a lot of activity and what you yeah, need to do. Yeah, yeah. You got anything coming up that people should be looking at? Um, uh, not, not, not really. I've been trying to, to do some, I've been obsessed with street art recently. Uh -huh. And documenting it, you know the different tags that are all over Brooklyn. Graffiti, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, I'm, you consider yourself a writer? I do. I do write. That's yeah. what they call them. Yeah. People. When you write, Graffiti you write. Artists. Yeah. You're uh, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to figure out what my moniker will be. Clap uh, for children, idea? or you know, maybe That's maybe. Really long. Yeah, it's really long. <laughs> you, you can't you can't do that. You can't do that, and then jet out of there real yeah. quick. Yeah. Um, and I, I, you know, I would want to do something with maybe serifs, so I don't know. It's, uh, You've got a lot of I do, plans. yeah. I'm, I'm really trying to figure out what, what my tag will be. Between but. Twittering and reading about silent <laughs> films and coming up with a graffiti tag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Busy. Well, you certainly fit the picture with a graffiti artist. I'm sure, uh, sure you'll blend right in out yeah. there on the yeah. streets. <laughs> No, it's neat. You get to see things. There's a guy who's uh, running around Park Slope right now where I live, uh, writing, you would, on everything. You would. And there's another one that's gone. You would and gone, I keep saying it's it. very evocative. Yeah, it? right? You would, you know? Yeah. I, I say it. I've started using it, you know? Take In it everyday off, life? Yeah, take it off the phone or, you know, you would, like... Click, hang up. You would, you know? <laughs> okay. Only we can trade places for uh, <laughs> <laughs> Please, please, I'd love that. <laughs> that sounds a lot of like, like a lot of fun. And I uh, just wish you the best in everything well, you thanks do. Thanks for having Ian me. Scott done. McGregor, thank, thank you for you being here. Thank you guys for Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Oh, I think we learned a lot. Karen, you want to play a little, a little song? You're going to do a little interlude or something? The Sorrows are going to do a little interlude music, and uh, that gives me a little, little chance to take a, a moment with my dear friend Flasky.
Peter Sagal. Peter Sagal. Now, I had the biggest crush on Peter Sagal for the longest time, the oh. longest time. And then one day, for no reason I can remember, I, I decided to Google image him. And he's a sweet man. He's a, sweet, he's a talented and funny man and just, just different than I pictured him. Yeah. I, he's got a bald fellow with real big eyebrows. Doesn't he have eyebrows? He does. He does. Eyebrows. All that hair dropped off his head. And yeah. No, I spent, hit him in the I face. spent many a weekend Googling the NPR team. <laughs> NPRpedia. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, Amanda, how are you? I'm well, thank you very good, much. Good. Now, you uh, you uh, survived the rapture, obviously. I wasn't and, too uh, worried about well, that. Well, I want to read something that you uh, posted recently. <laughs> oh. Because I think this gives a good sense to the people who may not be familiar with you. It gives a little, a little sense of who you oh, are. Oh, shit. 
Uh, uh, this is uh, from uh, Facebook. I want to make sure I source that correctly. My fa if any family members of mine are listening, they can go ahead and just uh, turn the volume down. Well, you put it up there, so I <laughs> Dear Jesus, I had an exhausting amount of premarital sex, did enough drugs to send a horse to space, lied to everyone about all of it, stole a pencil eraser from a toy store when I was five, and I don't believe in you. You don't want me to, you don't want me up there, and I don't want to miss the Missoni collection for Target, which hit stores in September. <laughs> Deja man pass a man. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's Deja man pass. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds like you have a speech impediment. Uh, I guess. You don't, do you? Have you had no well, I do like speak that? Spanish every once in a while, oh, so it's okay. kind of the same thing. All right, I don't. Maybe you couldn't tell that. <laughs> but uh, I think that certainly says something about you. You lived a full life, haven't you? I, yeah, I mean, I tried. You know, and a lot of that was out in San Francisco? A lot of it was, which is part of why I don't live there anymore. Oh, you had to get out of there. I did. Similar situation to you, Indeed. It's, you know, some people... Chasing. Right. Some people leave their hearts in San Francisco, and I left um, some other parts of my body. Just a black, horrible and just a scene. Weathered. They might write a song about like, it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they write depressing enough music for... Uh, no, give them a shot. Kind of shit that they they live live <laughs> You, you're gonna have to do that, like PJ Harvey playing the violin with a saw kind of thing. <laughs> you have to get really dark. <laughs> you, have a favorite, you have a favorite burrito place out there? Uh, El, uh, El Farolito. But that's represent. But, but you know, the, yeah. See, I can't get into Cancun. Everyone, everyone loves the Cancun. Well, first of all, El Farolito was on my corner, so that's like my hood. Um, and did, uh, just for the podcast listener, you did a gesture there that suggests you're. <laughs> Uh, peacocking. What are you doing? Uh, um, that was me What's kind of acting. Uh, yeah, acting a little bit like uh, like I have upper body like strength. Of a dance troupe. Like I could like I'm dancing with upper body strength. Like I could potentially be a physical threat to someone at some point if they were to threaten the reputation of my hood, which was 24th in Alabama in San Francisco, which which was and still is the uh, the headquarters block for the um, the the red gang. Um, the Nortenos. <laughs> right. Yes. Well, I'm. You know, we're on the East Whoa. Coast, so you you don't speak Spanish, so I thought I, I would translate it for you. <laughs> so so there, uh, the, the Norteño gang in uh, in uh, in San Francisco who actually kill people a lot. So uh, that block was kind of like where they spent their days, kind of planning things, you know, having meetings. Um, <laughs> and having delicious burritos. And having delicious burritos from El Farolito. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and, and El Farolito is one of the few um, establishments of any kind in San Francisco that stays open past 8 p.m. And uh, El Farolito was open until like 3 or 4. And, you know, as I said in my, um, my post, well, I guess I didn't, but I also used to drink a lot, like a lot. Um, a lot, so uh, and that takes time. So I would be up late. Uh, I, don't, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> no, not at all. Let's. Uh, why don't I sip my tea? This is my new, uh, my new flask. But uh, so anyway. In Utah, I talked about this before, but Utah, in Utah, that's how we had to drink our alcohol. Oh well, you know, waitressing and coming home from work. This is on the subway. This is how I used to drink mine. Oh well, that's so. Maybe I do have a problem. <laughs> 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 we can laugh about that. Yeah, let's. <laughs> Smile now, cry later. That's also a motto of the Norteño gang. There's some coffee or something. This is a black tea with licorice that I'm finding really, black really. Black tea with licorice. Yeah. I wouldn't drink that. 
I'm glad because I don't. No, I really that's don't fine. want to lose no, any. Work. And so, uh, so that's great about them. I would say that uh, Cancun probably has the the more disgusting of the two bathrooms. Um, I don't know that El Faralito even has one. Do they? Well, well then I'm stand corrected. <laughs> Well, that doesn't, that doesn't mean you're there, not right. And I know I relieved myself, but maybe that was actually the matter. Maybe it wasn't. But I also used to drink a lot, like I said, so it could have been anything. Well, you know, I could have pissed on the grill for all too. I remember. I don't know. Well, that's, uh, that's something. And what do you do out there in San Francisco? You perform, though, when you weren't, you know, pulling yourself out of a, a terrible restroom. and Right, sleeping with homosexuals. Yeah. I, uh, yes, I, I did. wasn't involved. <laughs> well, you, you only get so many. What does a burrito mean to you? Wait, what do we? <laughs> you only get so many characters on the Facebook updates, or I would have mentioned all of that too. Oh my uh, but well, uh, we all have, and that's fine. Right. <laughs> uh, but yes, I did. Uh, I did do some performing in San Francisco, yes. and um, as well as a lot of waitressing and a lot of really weird odd jobs. And, uh, What's the weirdest odd job, if you're going to bring that up? Uh, in San Francisco? Sure. Uh, I'm just sorry. This is, for everyone in Radioland, this is my I'm remembering face. I'm looking up and kind of taking a pause. Uh, the weirdest job I had was uh, probably uh, cleaning bathrooms. Uh, cleaning bathrooms. Let's just... Well, it's not weird. weird. It's disgusting. It I passed out. I, oh, I also passed out those notepads that. Um, Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> that was the sound of my experience in San Francisco. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know those notepads that you used to get before. I guess the, I don't know if they still do this, but those notepads that you would get from uh, from real estate agents that have their face on oh, them. They yes. say, I want to be the only real estate agent you ever need, or like some crazy stupid pawn or something. Yes, like I collected those for a while. Well, I put them on your doorstep, my yeah, friends. <laughs> They're heavy when you carry a lot Barry of them. Barry I always remember he was such a good, he had a handsome face, and I thought, well, yeah, I could go with him if I was gonna buy. I was never in a position to buy out there. We had a little uh, duplex in Hayward that we rented from an oh. elderly lady that was not quite all there, but she probably spent some time with burritos herself. And she probably spent some time with uh, Mr. What's-His-Name out at the church, out in, uh, in Oakland. With the Oakland pro, yeah. 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 Camping, Mr. Camping. His last name is Camping. His last name is a verb. Camping. Camping. Yeah. My middle name is Wasteband. What do you want to say? <laughs> with an E, though. And when you think about it, it's a completely different thing. Well, that's unusual that you had that. And now, of course, you, you, you provide the voice for one of America's most beloved companies, AT&T. AT&T. They're a wonderful, wonderful company. Wonderful company. They sure really they are. are, actually. They um, they provide uh, the fastest mobile broadband service. In Is that the voice? Is that what you mean? <laughs> That's one of them, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to it. remember what you the. You can't do it without laughing, can you? Do you go in there and say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't. Can I just take I, it again? Can I take it from the top? Again? Sure. I, just I think can't. the nation's fastest mobile broadband network. That's really what you do? That's, That's what, what I do. Well, that, I haven't. That, that? Well, thanks very much. Thanks. This one's free. But I haven't. Uh, I, they update the legal so frequently that I can't remember if we're allowed to say that anymore this week. 
because it changes all the time what we're legally allowed to say and what we're not. But somebody lets you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So I think this week it was just uh, a lot of, uh, we, we announced a lot of grand openings of new stores. <laughs> you just say a cellular phone company. Right. <laughs> there is we a cellular phones. phone company. Could be a, yes. Yeah. We sell phones. But you have fun doing that. And that's really, so if somebody, but define voice though, because you call up and that's what it is. You call, if you call up to AT and T headquarters and say hi, it's uh, you know we're the world's leader of defined voice of you mean all the commercials that you see on TV. In what way is your voice used? Are you asking? Are you asking? What medium? In what medium uh, can you access my work? How do they use my work? Because a lot of these people go home and say, "Oh, I want to check that out." Where can I find you? Well, it's my ringtone. You're gonna have to pay me residuals. Is that true? You yeah. get residuals? I do that? get you have a team working for you? I do have a team, and I think that uh, my team is markedly smaller than Mr. McGregor's team, but they so. are no less mighty. Uh, my team uh, is a, a wonderful group of people who, um, who do just voiceover. And so if you won an award in voiceover, you, you'd have to thank your whole team like that. You'd be up there and they'd be playing the music yeah. and you'd be... Wow. What, song, what song would they play to uh, announce my award? Um, probably uh, the theme from Maud, if I'm lucky. That's an unusual choice. I, I love that song. It's, uh, and then there's Maud. And then there's Maud. And then there's Maud. And then there's Maud. Yeah, I think that'd be... It's Donny Hathaway. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. He's a great one of the greats. Song anyway, to answer your question and pull it back to me because I feel like we're drifting, um, I, <laughs> uh, you can. The you radio can, podcast. <laughs> you can. Uh, I hope nothing happens in editing. <laughs> that would be a real <laughs> And it also wouldn't be the first time. Amy Hyde, can I get a. Um, Amy, Amy Hyde and I have been cut from some of the greatest uh, movies and television shows. Yeah, well, recently, you were re just recently cut from something, weren't you? Well, I wasn't cut, but I was canned uh, before I got there. But I, but I wasn't canned directly. I was hired. Um, I auditioned. Sounds just like excuses. What happened? Well, no, it's worse than you think it is. Is what I'm saying. Uh, the humiliation went really deep. Uh, I, I, uh, I was told, here we go, and if he's listening to this, I'll still be in your movie, and I like you very much, and I want you to turn the volume down right now, but uh, I, I auditioned for, he told me that the part was written for me, and let me tell you, the part uh, that was written for me was that of a, um, a bartender at a strip club who was too ugly to, uh, to be on stage, and so she was described as uh, missing teeth and speaking as though she'd been kicked in the head by a horse. So and far, she, you're perfect for it. Indeed. And she, uh, I mean, I have a type, and I, I just got to accept that I'm a type. But, but that, and that she was uh, in the scene offering to give hand jobs uh, in, to the customers in her car right, for we money. We don't do blue material on the oh, podcast. Oh, so regret. Do forgive. But anyway, so I'm told that this was, the, okay. this was the part that was written for me. And... Uh, and I auditioned for it, uh, and and was was hired, and was told that I was getting an introducing uh, credit in the credits, and that it was going to be this big fucking deal. And then, Again. Uh, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. excuse me. So, uh, I mean, you read my Facebook. You knew it. You knew this before you. No, I know. I have to do a lot of beeping. A okay, lot of beeping. So, so anyway, I uh, I get. Um, 
and the, 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 the movie is filming out of town, and it gets to the day, it's getting close to the day that I'm told is like my shoot week or whatever, and I'm going to get a week of work, I'm going to get money, I'm going to get famous, I'm going to be doing my scene with this like incredibly famous actress who I love. And Which so, a, a, a really wonderful actress who I love. <laughs> so, uh, I, can't, I can't. It's out in theaters right now. No. So, Amy Hyde. It was going to be with Amy Hyde. It was going to be a really big deal. So, uh, so, it's getting close to the day, and, uh, and I email the, the casting director, and I say, oh, I haven't gotten any like, information yet. I haven't gotten any like, right. uh, travel information or anything like that. And no one gets back to me. And so I email the director. I say, hey, it's me. I'm just wondering where I need to be and when and how all that's going to work. And no one gets back to me. And the, the day keeps coming. And then the day goes away. Right. And finally, uh, I call the casting director on the telephone. And he, um, much to his personal regret, answers the phone himself, which he doesn't usually do. And uh, I get him on the phone. And I said, oh, hi. I'm just kind of wondering what's, uh, what's going on. And he was like, I don't know, and hung up. And so, well, I think that the industry of casting really attracts the best and the bravest. Oh, <laughs> Thank goodness. goodness. Yeah, so it came and went, and then I looked up on IMDb, and someone else had uh, was had done it. Can and you say who it was? No, because I can't remember the bitch's name. Oh, because uh, it was so unexceptional. But um, love it by millions. Indeed, so indeed. I'm sure she is now as the toothless, toothless horse kicked. That's one. That's a nice credit, though. For <laughs> so I'm sure you can understand that it was very disappointing to miss out on a role like that. Yeah, well, there'll be another one up there, and you just did a little trailer, is that right? I absolutely did, and I would love trailer. for everybody listening and here personally in attendance to check it out. It's on. It just we put it on fine. Funny or Die this week, um, and it's called No Denying Love. If you no type the words, love, so No Denying Love into uh, the little search uh, box. On and now I've, I've seen it. You, you're going to make just the trailer? Well, we're really hoping to get it picked up. I would um, urge you not to make the rest of this. <laughs> Why is that, Dale? <laughs> well, it gets into a little bit of some sticky Nazi stuff, doesn't it? It's a bit like a you got a Lars von Trier thing. Well, we're really on. hoping that, that he'll uh, direct. He'll direct? Would you like to get the... Actually, we're hoping John Galliano will do the costume. <laughs> because I think it's time for a romantic well, comedy for the rest of us. Oh, you know? I, 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 I should have done maybe more research before inviting you to the show. But uh, <laughs> just as a side note, did you watch the video of uh, a little snaggletooth, uh, Kirsten Dunst? As she just kind of squirms. She looked uncomfortable. <laughs> she would have been great in my part that I got canned from with the teeth and the, the face. She's there sitting there, and Lawrence Montreal. You guys know what happened. Lawrence Montreal started to say how he sympathizes with Hitler. And he, he, he a little snaggle tooth just, oh boy, nigga. You know, just, just like me next to you. And <laughs> but but cute. It's a comedy is what it is, and you're taking some of the things that maybe push our buttons and really make you funny. You're trying to take the most outrageous uh, kind of scenario, and Amy Hyde is there. She's eating a lot of butter. Well, Amy Hyde is an outrageous scenario. Uh, sure. So all we did was turn the camera on, really. We didn't really have to do a lot. But you know what? We, um, my writing partner and I wanted to, to make a short, and uh, we were just thinking, what is, the, what is the funniest? What's just inherently funny? And Holocaust deniers. You know, I, there's not a lot that's funnier than that. I think you can tell by the reaction. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I think that's why we've got under 2,000 hits on Funnier Dad. But 97% funny as of, you know, when I left my house. But the other thing that, um, that we wanted to do was think of as many humiliating scenarios uh, to put Amy Height in 
as possible. So between, I mean, we really well, made likes to... likes nothing to this room of people, so she, so they're... They well, they haven't watched the trailer yet. As endorsing of that, but, you know, Amy and I, she, she helps out with the show, and by that I mean she responds to my emails from her Android phone. <laughs> more than some people do. <laughs> and uh, sometimes she'll email me late at night from a cab ride home. And it's because she lives she in a ridiculous and irrelevant borough. Up there in Queens, yeah, it's, I know. It's and embarrassing I, and ridiculous. I tell her another fellow workout sometime. You know, we have a very Harry Met Sally relationship, although I don't sound as if I've swallowed a weasel and live in a gigantic loft. <laughs> but she loves high-waisted pants, so it's a little, a little bit like Harry met Sally in that way. It's yeah. But well, so you got the that going on, and what else do you have uh, in, in the in the pipeline that is happening for people to check out? Well, I just uh, today recorded uh, a voiceover for a um, for an art exhibition that will be in Basel, Switzerland. For all of you who are going to be in Basel this summer, some of the people here will be. Yeah, absolutely. I can <laughs> yeah. just tell. I can see it, and uh, I'll be the voice of a pack of Lucky Strike cigarettes. Which, of course, sounds like Simba from The Lion King. And uh, I will also be uh, the voice of an occultist conducting a seance, which sounds, of course, like uh, uh, George's mother on Seinfeld. That's, I, I, I tell you what, I was starting to, listening to listen to you say that, and then I just got lost in what you were... <laughs> you just said a bunch of words. I didn't really follow it. <laughs> Sure, when I listen to, listen to this later at home, then maybe that'll make sense. Do you yeah, listen to I, your own podcast? I'll go just to, kind oh, of, I like to go to sleep to it. Is what I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I listen to it on the subway. I, I usually, when I would do it just on my own, when I started out this show, thank you for asking about the origins of the show. <laughs> I know a lot of people are eager to hear, but when I started the show, I would only make it about 17 to 18 minutes, which would be about my commute. And so I always got on the train. Where do you live and where do you commute to? Well, that's not for necessarily us to talk about, but I, I work up there on Broadway and I get off and I walk several blocks to get up there just to get the juices flowing. I like to interact with people. But on the, on the subway, uh, which I can only take in small bursts, I, w I would really uh, I really enjoy the sound of my own voice, but sometimes people would say, hey, Dale, how are you? Hi, hi. Right, what are you right. listening to? And then it's embarrassing to say I'm listening to myself. <laughs> <laughs> But I guess some people picked up on the show from that and are now listeners, and some of them are here tonight. So I can't. I think all of them are here tonight. Didn't you say all of them? <laughs> I feel it's funnier when I say it. <laughs> you say it hurts just a little. <laughs> I'm used to it. But, you know, with the echo on the mic, it really sounds kind of like we're in some great hall. I mean, this could, there could be hundreds of people here. Of course, where I'm at, there, there are hundreds be. of people. There but certainly are. Hello, <laughs> right up there, second tier. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's very... Uh, oh, come on later. <laughs> Sometimes the higher up you get to sit, the better the sight lines. So That's it's, it's, not, it's not so bad. The extra for the orchestra, and you're looking up people's skirts, which is another kind of reward. But uh, well, Amanda, I'm so happy you could join me. And uh, well, you have likewise. a website or something people can look up? I do. It's horribly outdated. Uh, it's we, I, we have our trailer set up. This is not outdated. Our trailer is set up at nodenyinglove.com. Okay. Uh, my production company has got a website, dirtybutterproductions.com. I think that's going to, again, you, we might need to talk to your team. <laughs> <laughs> Just about branding. 
And my, uh, my personal website is amandaduarte.com. If you want to see my, uh, my resume as of summer 2009, and listen to my really uh, janky, outdated voiceover demo, which you do, right? People, janky's very in right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people want to check that out. <laughs> well, that's great. Amanda, thank you so much for being here. Thank really you, Dale. Really it's been a dream come true. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Oh my, well that, that really does it for another season of Dale Radio. How about that? Season three. And uh, it's been such a, such a fine time. I want, to, uh, I want to thank all the guests that have been on this season. We're going to, of course, come back with season four. We've got a lot in store, but I need to take a couple. You know, when you do these shows, it takes a lot out of you. You can see it. You're up close. You see the, the physical toll that this is extracted upon my frame. Uh, incidentally, in that same New York magazine, I learned that I'm the same weight that Oprah was in 1988. So. <laughs> we wish her well. <laughs> she also did. She did. I didn't know. John Tesh, Roger Ebert, and some Lando Calrissian look alike. Her boyfriend. All right. Some of them join me here in these dirty little chairs. Uh, Ian Scott McGregor and Amanda Duarte, of course, they're here. You saw them. Joel Bell, Jesse Klein, Noah Rothbaum, Justin Carroll, Melissa Broder, Abby Page, Maura Madden, Molly Crabapple, uh, Jenna Kim Jones, Emily Elson, Tanya Glance, Louisa Kazanis, Ryan Piggy. I had an old Comic-Con round table. I won't go through all of them, but you know who you are. Uh, and a musical guest, Andrew McCone, Lumber Rob, and of course, one more yeah. round of applause for Terrence Sorrow, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to extend my thanks, of course, to the fine folks at the Lyceum. They've been so wonderful yeah. in hosting me here. Uh, and to, to Amy Hype for uh, sometimes manning the foot video camera in the back. She's uh, terrific. And uh, certainly check out that film, and then but think positively about her. She deserves, <laughs> she deserves better. Uh, I want to thank my niece Katrina and sweet baby Pepsi. They've been very supportive. And uh, thanks to all of you for coming out. This is really wonderful. And thanks to all the audiences. And be sure and catch up if you haven't caught up. Uh, catch up on all the back seasons on DaleRadio.com, and that's where we'll post updates. I do have, even though this is kind of a little break for the summer, I'm going to be performing as, uh, you know, Lumber Rob was here making his mouth music last week, the last time that we were here. He does, that's what he does. He, he kind of spits into a microphone. But he also organizes this show on June 13th at the Little Theater at Dixon Place. I'm going to be doing something. I better figure out what it is. I have no idea. They sent out a press release. I said, okay, that sounds all right. Sometimes that's what you got to do. Well, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Now, until next time, I'll be collecting all this great rainwater we've been having in my whiskey bottles, freezing them, and using them to cool down my lunch meats on long summer drives. <laughs> now, let's get back to that great music that we all enjoy, which in this case is Karen and the Sorrow. Play us out. <laughs>